I'd like to talk to you today about fashion, Islamic fashion, that has political consequences. I was at the farmer's market a couple of weeks ago, and I saw a little Mennonite girl, and she had a lacy kind of head covering on, and I thought, you know, that looks kind of charming. And then a few minutes later, I saw a black woman who had a kerchief on her head, African style. It was bright orange and bright red and looked very colorful. And then as I was leaving the farmer's market, I see a woman in a hijab, and that put my teeth on edge. As I was driving home, it was a day for head coverings because lo and behold, there was a woman, a Catholic nun, and she had head covering on. Four head coverings in one day, but only one of them made me feel a little not so good. And why is that? Well, the hijab, I happen to know, is a symbol. And it's a symbol of the fact that the woman wearing it is fully committed to the Sharia. When I was young, we were fighting an ideological war with Russia, there was something called a card-carrying communist. And that meant someone who was fully committed. And the hijab means that you're looking at a person who's fully committed to the Sharia. And that has political consequences. For instance, Islam loves symbols. The attack on 9-11-2001 was a symbolic date. And whenever you see the black flag of Al-Qaeda, it's a symbol. It is a symbol of the oppression of Islam and jihad and the Sharia. And so the hijab is a symbol as well. It's a symbol that says to me, I'm a kafir, an unbeliever, an infidel. So these things all have political consequences. And one of the things that I see when I look at a hijab is the politics of Islam as it's operated over 1400 years. There's been jihad against the kafirs for 1400 years. And so when I see that hijab, I see that history, a history of annihilation, death, and suffering. But when I see the hijab, I also see something else. It says to me, again, I'm a kafir. And this is not a casual word, because indeed the bulk of the Quran is about the kafir. I'd like to read to you some verses that talk about me, the kafir, and you, if you're a kafir, too. They who dispute the signs of Allah, and they would be kafirs, without authority having reached them, are greatly hated by Allah and the believers. Another verse. When you encounter the unbelievers on the battlefield, cut off their heads until you have thoroughly defeated them. Yet another verse. They, the Kafirs, plot and scheme against you, Muhammad, and I, Allah, plot and scheme against them. So the Kafirs were annihilated. All praise be to Allah, the Lord of the worlds. So when I see a hijab, I see the fact that I'm a Kafir. And by the way, Allah hates me because I'm a Kafir, so to me the hijab is a hate symbol, just in the same way that a Klan outfit is symbolic of racial hate to a black man. But let's look in the Quran for a little bit more because it says some very disturbing things about the relationship between me and this woman. It's all about friendship. You see, there are 13 verses in the Quran which deal with friendship, and they have some very bad implications. Let's listen to them. Believers should not take unbelievers as friends in preference to other believers. Another verse. Believers, do not become friends with anyone except your own people. Again, believers, do not take unbelievers as friends over fellow believers. Would you give Allah a clear reason to punish you? So, this is terrible news. This means that the lady in the hijab is not my friend, nor can we become friends. Now, if you know some Muslims, you're going to be going, Oh, Bill! I know some Muslims and they're very friendly. There is a big difference between being friendly and friends. Let me give you an example. If you go down to any used car lot, you'll quickly meet some people who are very friendly, but 
They're not really your friends. Now, I said at the beginning that the hijab was a symbol of the Sharia. And I'm going to read you some things that the Sharia lays out that establish a relationship between me and this woman. By the way, if you ever get a chance to pick up the book, Reliance of the Traveler, do so. It is fascinating. And in the back, if you look in the index, there's a whole section on unbelievers, a column and a half. Now, some of these references to me as a kafir and unbeliever are religious in the sense of, I'm going right straight to hell. Eh, I don't care about that stuff. What I do care is how the Sharia lays out the relationship between me and a Muslim. Fascinatingly enough, there is a subject called lying, and under that is another subdivision called permissible lying. I did not hear him, Muhammad, permit untruth except for three things. War, settling disagreements, and a man talking with his wife or she with him. When it is possible to achieve such an aim by lying, but not telling the truth, it is permissible to lie, if attaining the goal is permissible, and obligatory to lie if the goal is obligatory. Now, believe it or not, there's a subject also on hate. This clarifies the Quranic verses and hadiths about hatred for Allah's sake and love for the sake of Allah, being unyielding towards the kafirs, hard against them and detesting them. Now, here is the sadness of this. And by the way, the verses about the friendship between the Muslim and the kafir are to me some of the saddest things about Islam. But do you understand here that what is, there is a great gulf between me and the lady wearing the hijab? And it's a gulf that I cannot bridge because Allah is telling her and Muhammad is telling her how to relate to me. And I will never persuade her that Allah is wrong and that I'm right and that we can be friends. So, just as the clan outfit establishes an unbridgeable goal between the wearer of the clan outfit and the black man, so the hijab also establishes, sadly enough, an unbridgeable gap. Now, there are some who would say to me, Bill, you are such the hater. Why, the hijab is cultural, and in America we honor all cultures because, you see, all cultures are really equivalent. So, you are a hater because you don't like the hijab. No, I'm not a hater. It's simply that I know what the hijab symbolizes, and the people who hand out this politically correct multicultural advice don't know anything about Islam, or at least that has been my experience over time, that those who hand out this cheap cultural advice know nothing about Islam, so we have an empty head mouthing empty words. So the next time you see a hijab, remember, it is not a fashion statement. It is a statement about Islam, political Islam, and how we are to be dominated. Thank you.